my Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you're here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. When Pope Francis convoked the year of Saint Joseph, December 8, 2020, I think all of us were very happy. Obviously, those who love him already, those who have studied his life, those who are experts in St. Joseph, you also call them Josephologists. But I would add another category to those who are very happy, and they are the Mariologists. And I think you could easily understand why. Because in going to this Father and Lord of ours, we are easily led to take the mother, to take the child. And in this meditation, we will pray about this. About Joseph's union with the Blessed Virgin about this instruction he received to go and take the child and his mother. Take them seriously, take them wherever he goes. His life was all about being with Mary, being with Jesus. And then last but not the least, we will also consider in our prayer something that they were both influential of. I would say mutually they influence each other in tenderness. My first point, loving Saint Joseph is loving the Blessed Virgin. In the school where I used to work, I recall that we had a shrine made for St. Joseph, even before the convocation of this year of Joseph. It was a dream. Many wanted it. I heard the clamor of these devotees of St. Joseph. And thanks be to God, close to one of those buildings near the students, was this figure, statue of a just man. Thanks to Dainar, we also were able to have a good face, very manly, and at the same time, good paint on him because he has to suscitate devotion. Have ever heard some people who commented, Father, what will happen now? What's the problem? 
St. Joseph Shrine is very close to the boys and Our Lady is far. The answer is, I think, easy. St. Joseph will bring them to our mother because the two are so united. And in fact, in all the appearances of St. Joseph, Our Lady figures as well. St. Bernardine of Siena describes this unity between Mary and Joseph thus. Mary and Joseph were but one heart and soul. They were two in one same mind, one same affection, and each of them was the other's second half. Because Our Lady and he were, so to speak, only one person, they say Mariologist, stalking. The heart of Mary with that of Joseph, and the heart of Joseph with that of Mary. Whoever could imagine a union so intimate, a grace so great. On March 19, 2021, the dicastery in charge of the family, so they, they have already announced there will be an Amoris Etitse year of the family. And for some in different social media groups, they started wondering, I thought it was year of St. Joseph, so now it's year of the family. And they, then go, they don't go against each other, obviously. Because St. Joseph is a family man. And he's always thinking of Our Lady. In Redemptoris Custos, this document by St. John Paul II, at the he says, At the culmination of the history of salvation, when God reveals his love for humanity through the gift of the word, it is precisely the marriage of Mary and Joseph that brings to realization in full freedom the spousal gift of self. Recalling what his predecessor has written, St. Paul, Paul, Pope Paul VI, Whereas Adam and Eve were the source of evil, which was unleashed to the world, Joseph and Mary are the summit from which holiness spreads all over the earth. The Savior began the work of salvation by this virginal and holy union. And when we go to Joseph, he leads us to Mary. The interaction is something we could imagine, we could bring to prayer. We know that in Scripture, all the instructions of God to this patriarch, this patron of ours, our Father and Lord, was to take care of the child and his mother, to accept them. We have a wonderful devotion, the seven Sundays of Joseph, and in the Opus Dei website, I hope you have seen it. These tiles of Our Lady of the Rithidad, a shrine depicting the seven sorrows and joys of His. The root of this devotion of the seven Sundays. And what are the sorrows and joys of Joseph? The same with Our Lady. The sorrow when he had this intuition 
very first sorrow. Being betrothed already to her, and she was found with child, is converted into a first joy. An angel appears to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary, your wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and shall call his name Jesus. Second sorrow, the birth of Christ. He came to his own home, and his own people received him not. In reference to John chapter 1, verse 11, Jesus Christ's rejection of those inns, rooms, where could he could have been born, and was converted into joy because they found being found by the kings, being found by the shepherds, the babe lying in a manger, that family life was seen, the cheerfulness. The third and sorrow and joy connected to the circumcision of our Lord, the fourth in the presentation of the challenge to the temple, the sorrow of hearing Simeon speak out the prophecy, the glimpse of Calvary, the suffering of Mary, the sword shall pierce, was also his joy. My eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared in the presence of all peoples, a light for revelation to the Gentiles. Fifth and sixth refers to Egypt, their journey towards it and their return from it to Nazareth. And the seventh sorrow and joy, in the loss, sorrow, and the finding of Jesus in the temple. Tell our Lord right now, and you can also direct yourself to St. Joseph and our Blessed Mother. May my life, may my sorrows, my joys be connected with you. And although there may be sorrows, that I presently see, may I not do so because they will be converted to joys in time. May I not lose hope that it is the Lord who is the master of everything, my fate, my destination, my life. And He converts sorrows into joys. If they are always with the mother and the child, the events of my life is with Mary and Jesus never separated from her. My pleasures is with Mary and the child. My lamentations are directed to her as well. You know that these apparitions of Our Lady, there's one that stands out and that's the Fatima, Our Lady of Fatima apparition, the miracle of the sun. Maybe it was not so highlighted, but October 13, 1917, St. Joseph also appeared to the three children of Fatima holding the child Jesus. Because Joseph's joy 
is to be always with Mary and the child. Following Joseph's lead, let's go always to Mary. Always thinking of them. Imitate his technique, how you would imagine his life. He would be always, this is a personal reflection. St. Joseph, pardon me if it was not like that, but this is how I imagine it. He would consult Mama Mary all the time. Because Our Lady, immaculately conceived, had that powerful intuition. Because as St. Lucas said, recording the Gospel, chapter 2, verse 19, chapter 2, verse 51, when the child was born, the shepherds were there, she kept all these things in her heart. Because in the finding, the temple, when you, St. Joseph, could not figure out what our Lord did, absenting himself at your side, absenting himself, our ladies, care. She keeps all these things in her heart. So when there are mysteries, when there are unexplained conditions, situations that I experience, I go to Mary. When in our faith, there also, with that clarity, yes, which we try to address in our personal study, but also darkness, obscurity, the chiaroscuro of faith. We go to Mary because not everything can be explained. And it's the heart that many times would teach us the way course, without neglecting reason behind, so limited, so fragile, situations cannot be comprehended completely. What would help us is the heart of Mary. The Holy Family's life, the, the remembrance, the recollections, the memory, the stories were kept of everything, all of them pondered in the heart of Mary. The story of Simeon, the story of Anna, the prophetess, the story of the shepherds, the kings, and most likely, extending, if she was the source, the prime source of all this, as St. Luke refers to so many other episodes in Jesus' life. Because she keeps everything in her heart. Reflecting in them, we go to the heart of the Blessed Virgin to be comforted, to ask. Some may not have answers. And mysteriously, with intuition as well, we experience light, warmth, comfort for ourselves. The consultations of St. Joseph perhaps would be in all the mysteries, joyful ones. Mary, what would I do next? Mary, how would you want to do this? 
Mary, what time do you need me? Mary, what time is my shift for Jesus? The constant dialogue with, with our mother. That was the life of Joseph. That's why we call him the master of the interior life. Because he leads us to Mary. We also want to do the same. We go to the Blessed Mother and ask her many things. Mother, do you want something? Mother, I cannot talk to Jesus now. Mother, I find prayer dry. If there is this love of Joseph and Mary, that spousal love, model for all marriages, that made them so united, it's a love story, virginal spousal love, bored goodness, capital G, Jesus himself as well, mysteriously, of course, we know that the Holy Spirit's work, you know, that in relation to the incarnation, then definitely this is also the uh, direction Joseph leads us to. Dealing with our mother, asking her, and third point we mentioned earlier, we want to consider as well the tenderness of both. Perhaps it was quite original of Pope Francis because he loves talking about tenderness. Tenderness of our Father God in His mercy and also he saw the tenderness of Joseph. He wrote, Joseph saw Jesus grow daily in wisdom and in years, and in divine and human favor. As the Lord had done with Israel, so Joseph did with Jesus. He taught him to walk, taking him by the hand. He was for him like a father who raises an infant to his cheeks, bending down to him and feeding him. And this is a passage of Hosea chapter 11 verse 3. Prophet to say, in Joseph, Jesus saw the tender love of God. As a father has compassion for his children, so the Lord has compassion for those who fear him. Psalm 103. They're quite rich, and it's good to one by one meditate on them. It was a tenderness that was also mutually influential to Jesus together with Mary. Our Lady's tenderness. I am convinced that tenderness is the solution to many problems. I'll share with you something that happened to me. So I live in a house or in a condo life apartment with many other persons. I don't live in a convent. It's distinct. I live in a center. And a center is like a home. We have an oratory, obviously, a chapel, although 
our founder wanted it to be called place where you talk to Jesus, Oratio Ordinary. And living in the ordinary condo with other persons who also have cars and without a sidewalk, I got into trouble. There was a man with his wife. They were trying to push the cart and there was a baby inside. I had to wait because my car was passing. It was lunchtime and I was looking at my watch all the time. I would be late and I was hungry. And I gave into the temptation. Beep. I blew the horn. And the man looked at me. And even with the mask, he had vicious eyes. And I saw him with his fist. And as I passed, I thought he would punch the car I was using. But he did not. And so I managed to park. And lo and behold, the same man appeared. He chased me. And he asked, Sir, are you the one who blew the horn? I don't know why, but I just replied, I'm very sorry. It came to my mind also to justify myself because I've been waiting. I've been trying to reach lunchtime. I'm hungry also. But I don't know. Thanks be to God that came out of my lips was sorry. I think you got insulted and I apologize. Those eyes slowly became bigger. And the man said, next time, don't do that anymore. And I was very relieved because I thought he would punch me. And I never saw an Opus Dei priest fight. Without a kasak, I would do that. Well, this, I think, thanks to the Holy Spirit, is maybe tenderness. We avoid fights, regardless of whether we are wrong or not. We approach it with the, with the style of Joseph and Mary. Joseph and Mary could have forced themselves in the rooms, in the inns in Bethlehem. Don't you know that an angel appeared to us? Don't you know that she would be the mother of God? No. No violence. As he obeyed each, in each stage, going to Egypt, returning to Nazareth with the ordinariness, obscurity, they were all moments of tenderness. And the Lord is inviting us, perhaps, 
guided by Pope Francis. To also look at our lives and see for ourselves, is there tenderness? Not tender care. Tenderness. Or are you sometimes guilty of harshness? I try to force my way to to violently impose my style to condemn other persons who don't follow who are sinners all of them it's the end of the world sometimes it's like that perhaps we feel Joseph's path our lady's way Jesus' style is a style of tenderness, on the other hand. Of course, without giving in to what is essential, without being soft on ourselves, but when it comes to other souls, tenderness. Saint Jose Maria, in a chapter entitled Our Lady, Point five one six of the way gives us this piece of advice. It's very soothing to recall this point. When we are discouraged, when we notice that we are we have imagining we're not progressing in the spiritual life, when resolutions fail, when hope seems to disappear. When we are endangered, we are at risk, we are stiff, we are tense, we don't know what to do. Note this point down. St. Josemaria says, Mother, call her again and again. She is listening. She sees you in danger. Perhaps and with her son's grace, she, your holy mother, offers you the refuge of her arms, the tenderness of her embrace. Call her and you will find yourself with added strength for the new struggle. So interestingly, what makes us motivated in the new struggle? The tenderness of our mother. What encourages us the refuge of her arms. But points the direction to us. Her son's grace. And we end this prayer now with this resolve in this year of St. Joseph to be more Marian, following St. Joseph's lead. Desiring to always have in each episode of her life joys and sorrows, the presence of Mary, and emphasizing, maybe working it out, charity in action, that tenderness, especially dealing with souls. St. Joseph, Our Lady, intercede for me in these fights. Maybe Mary Marian, 
I really don't know how to say the other one. Yosefan, devout to Saint Joseph. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations that you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help in putting them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me.